<laughs> okay, good morning, everybody. Uh, and today, today's daf is Moed Katan daf. Hey, we left off, or Alicia left off on daf Dalar and Beis. I thank Alicia Graf very much for giving the daf over the past few days while I was away. Uh, today's shir is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children. It's also sponsored in honor of the extended Rosenzweig family in memory of their father, grandfather, great-grandfather Julius Yehuda ben Avram, whose yard site is today. Also by David Ham in honor of his wife's birthday, which is today. Happy birthday. Also sponsored by Daniel Glickman in honor of and for a complete refor Shalema for our new daughter, Malka Bracha, who's in need of surgery. She should have refor Shalema. We thank all of the sponsors very much for the sponsorship. So we're going to continue discussing Tzorchei Rabim that can be done on Moed and that which cannot be done on Chalom Moed, and particularly when it comes to digging wells, that what's considered Tzorchei Rabim, what's considered Tzorchei Yachid, and what are you allowed to do for the sake of Tzorchei Rabim, what are you not, what are you allowed to do for the sake of Tzorchei Yachid. Then the Gemara is going to talk about nine possible sources for the concept of Tziyun Kvaros, for the idea that we mark off graves. The Gemara is going to talk about people who, uh, who who think about what they will do will see Yeshua, that people who are focused and who are uh, purposeful in their actions and uh, that they're going to see Yeshua from whatever tzaros that they have. The Gemara is going to continue the discussion of Tzion Kvaros and talk about marking where 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 we would mark the grave. Do you mark the grave, Dafka, right over the grave at some distance from the grave in order to give people a little bit of warning? The Gemara is going to talk about whether we would mark a, uh, a Kazayis Menames. Kazayis Menames is also Metame, but should uh, <coughs> do they have to make a marking by a Kazayis Menames to prevent people from becoming Tame, to warn people about the Tumah that are there? And then the Gemara at the end of the Daf is going to talk about the Tumas Beis Hapras, and we're going to have two different definitions of what that even means, what Tumas Beis Hapras even means, and the Gemara is going to discuss that, uh, that type of Tumah called Tumas so let's begin uh, at the last line of the page on Dav Dalet on base at the uh, two dots. Umesaknin es kil kuleyamayim shabir shosarabim. You're allowed to be mesakin the 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 ruined uh, boros that are in a rishosarabim that are made for the sake of uh, rabim to be able to drink from. So you're allowed to dig out the dirt that's uh, that's caught in the uh, the boros in a rishosarabim from the or the dirt or stones that are that are there that are blocking the water. So the Gemara is midai from the fact that it says that we're chotetin mosam. That's the uh, Mishnah says that it's chotet. So it sounds like chatita in chafirolo. That only to remove the dirt and the rocks that are in the way, the pebbles that are in the way. Only that's mutter to do on chalamoid. But to actually dig a new bar in a Rishasarabim is going to be aser on chalamoid. So Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yochan, lo shanu ella ella shein rabim tzrichem Now when we say that uh, that only chatita is mutter, but chafira, but actually digging a new bar is going to be Asr, that's only if people don't need, the, if the Rabbim don't need the drinking water, because they have plenty of water from other sources. But if people need the drinking water, they don't have a sufficient water supply, fresh water supply from other sources, so then then you're even allowed to dig a brand new bar on uh, on Cholomoed. So I asked the Gemara and Rabbi Yochanan, wait a second, is that true? Just because Rabbim Tzrichlam, does that mean that you're allowed to Dig brand new boroughs from Cholamoid, Vatanya, but I have a Brysa that says otherwise. The Brysa says, Chotet in Boros, Shichnamo Aros, Shal Yachid, Vein Sarach Lomer, Shal Rabim, that you can clear out the dirt.
dirt and the pebbles and whatever is blocking a bar of a yachid, and of course you're allowed to do that by a, by a rabbim. But the in chofrin baroshich lemaroshal rabbim bein zarech lemaroshal yachid, you're not allowed to dig a new bar or a new uh, source of water for the rabbim, and obviously you're not allowed to do it for a yachid. So this price is telling us that the din of a rabbim and a yachid are exactly the same. That both by a rabbim and a yachid, you're allowed to be chotet on chalamoid, but you're not allowed to be chofer. You can clear out the dirt, you can clear out the pebbles, but you're not allowed to dig a brand new uh, bar for uh, for a rabbim or for a yachid. So my when we're contrasting Rabbim and Yachid over here, aren't we talking about a case of Rabbim where it's Rabbim Srikhalem where they need the water? And you see in the Brysa that Afal Pikain, you're not allowed to dig a new bar, even if it's a case of Rabbim Srikhalem. Obviously, we're not talking about a case where it's Pikach Nefesh, where people are going to die if you don't uh, dig this uh, this well on Chalamoid, but it certainly is going to be uh, an inconvenience for the Rabbim because the people do need this water. If they're going to die, then it's ain't nefesh, except for the the big three. So obviously, you'd be allowed to to violate chalamod. You're allowed to be mechal shabbos if there's a situation of pikuach nefesh. So obviously, we're not talking about pikuach nefesh, but nevertheless, apparently, even when rabim tzrichin lahem, it's still going to be also to do a chafira sabar. So it says gemara lo b'shein rabim tzrichin lahem. When the brayser says you're not allowed to be chov for bor tzrichin lamaros of a rabim on chalamod, that's talking about where the rabim do not require the the fresh water. They have enough fresh water from other sources. But in Echidami, if the Rabbim did require the fresh water, then you'd be allowed to be Chofer. So essentially what we're doing is we're making a Rukimta in this Brisa. This Brisa that did not distinguish between Rabbim and Yachid, and said in either event, you're allowed to be Chotet, but you're not allowed to be Chofer, is talking when Rabbim Tzrich Lehem. So ask the Gemara, if that's the case, that uh, when it says you're not allowed to be Chofer, a Bar Shal Rabbim, and only Chatita's Mutter, it's talking about when Rabbim Tzrich Lehem, the Kavasag Yachid, well then you have to say that the parallel case of a yachid that we're comparing it to is in fact a parallel. That ain't the yachid tzarechlem. That uh, if the, the case of the b'risa is ain't rabim tzrichem lahem, then the case of the yachid in the b'risa is ain't yachid tzarechlem, where the yachid uh, has, has other sources of fresh water. Well, if that's the case, chatita mishari. How do we allow for the tzarech of a yachid when the yachid is not really tzarechlem, when the yachid has other sources of fresh water? How do we allow for a yachid to clear out the pebbles and the, and the, and the, uh, the dirt? That's Blocking the uh, the existing bar. Vatanya doesn't the price after all tell us you could bring water into the boros on Moed on Chalamoid that if it, uh, if, it if, if the the uh, the passageway through which the water enters the bar is uh, somehow blocked, you're allowed to be masaking it or even to build a new passageway in order that a lot of water should be able to flow through into that bar because it's not such a significant tircha of a lochotatin but you're not allowed to clear out whatever rubble is there, whatever is uh, is is clogging up the bar below shuffin of a sidkeya, and you're not allowed to smooth out the cracks. That if some of the the uh, the, the cement that uh, that they would uh, that they would line the stones with uh, fell fell uh, fell down, you're not allowed to be masaking it with new uh, with new uh, cement or lime or plaster in order to uh, to smooth out the side the walls of the bar. But a shalrabim, you are allowed. 
allowed to, if it's a bar sikhnamaros of Rabin, then you are allowed to do all of these things on Chalamoid. So you see, it's beferish in the Brisa that you're not allowed to be chotet bishat l'tzaruch yachid. You're not allowed to clear out the pebbles, clear out the, the rocks of a bar yachid. Now, if we're going to say that when the, the first Brisa says that you're allowed to be chotet bar sikhnamaros yachid, is talking about where yachid tzaruch lahem, so then the second Brisa is not a stira. That one Brisa says you're allowed to clear out a bar yachid, the other one says you're not allowed to. Very simple. One is talking about the yachid tzaruch the other one is talking about v'she'en yachid tzaruch The second price is talking about the v'ne'en yachid tzaruch But if you're going to say that when the first price that allows you to be chotet baruchik namar shal yachid is talking about she'en a yachid tzaruch how you can explain the second price where it says that it's awesome to be chotet shal yachid? If even when ain yachid tzaruch it's mutter, what's the case where it's going to be aser to be chotet shal yachid? So says gemara v'elamai. So what do you want to say that when the first price says that you're allowed to be chotet baruchik namar it's talking about it's talking about uh, that it's a case of where the yachid needs it well we have to keep that first brysa parallel and remember that first brysa equated the din of a yachid with the din of a rabbin and if the din of a yachid was talking about a case of yachid then you can have to say the same thing when it talks about a rabbin that you're not allowed to be rabbin on and that's talking about when the rabbin do require that fresh water. So, but is that true? Chafira mi aser? Can you really say that when Rabbi Shichalem that you're not allowed to be chofer Baruch Shichalem Maros and Chal Moed? Vatanya doesn't the price to tell us Baruch Shichalem Maros Shal Yachid Kontin Mayim Latochem V'Chotetin Osan Avelo Shafnesed Kein Velo Chotetin Velo Velo Chotetin Latochem Velo Sadin Osan Besid That if you have Baruch Shichalem Maros that that belong to a Yachid, you're allowed to uh, bring water into them. You're allowed to clear out whatever rubble is in them. But you're not allowed to smooth out the cracks. You're not allowed to uh, be chotet into them and to be sud and to, to, to line them with uh, with plaster. Vishal rabim. And if you have borashik namaros of a rabim, chofer no son. Vishad no son besid. So you see, beferish in the brisa that you're allowed to be chofer borashik namaros shal rabim. So what's the case where you're allowed to be chofer borashik namaros shal rabim? You have to say it's talking about a case where it's rabim shichlam. And it's like Rabbi Yochanan said that if it's rabim shichlam, if, if, if the rabim requires the water, then it's mutter to be chofer, brand new boros. So you see, clearly you're allowed to do it. So so then we're stuck back with the original brysa because the original brysa says you're not allowed to be chofer boros shichlam rabim on chalamoid, and we said that it has to be talking about a case of rabim shichlam. But over here we're learning that if it's rabim shichlam, it's going to be mutter. That Rabbi Yochanan is correct that when it's rabim shichlam, it's going to be mutter. So we're stuck, meaning with all we can't reconcile all these brysas. We have one brysa that says that the dinner of rabim and the dinner of yachid are the same. We have another brysa that says the dinner of rabim and the dinner of yachid are different. And we have Rabbi Yochanan saying that when it's Rabbi Tzichlam, you're allowed to even be Chofer, Borosh al So how, how do we make sense of all of this? So because of this, the Gemara explains the first Brisa entirely differently. Tzritzachi, you have to answer the first Brisa as follows. Chotin Boros Shal Yachid. You're allowed to be Chotet, Chotet means again to clear out the rubble from Boros Shichlam of a Yachid. That is Bishi Yachid Sarachlam. That's talking about where it's Yachid Sarachlam. And then when the Brisa says, Vein Sarachlam Bishal Rabim, that's Kisharam Shichlam. When it says, and certainly you could be chotet, that you could clear out the rubble from boros of a rabbim, that's talking about when rabbim tzrichlem, tafilu chafiru mutter, because in the case of rabbim tzrichlem, you're even allowed to dig a brand new bar when it's rabbim tzrichlem. Ve'en chofer boros shichlem aros shal rabbim. Then when it goes on to say that you're not allowed to be chofer boros shichlem aros of a rabbim, that's talking about it shifts. That's talking about b'she'en rabbim tzrichlem. Ve'en tzarich lomar shal yachid, the ve'en 
And then certainly you're not allowed to be chofer, a brand new bar for a yachid, because uh, we're talking now, about now where it's a case of ein sarachlam. And ein sarachlam, when yachid is ein sarachlam, you're not even allowed to do chatita, let alone chafira. So uh, up until now, we've been working with the assumption that we have to make an ukimta in that price. And that price either needs to be talking about kishat sarachlam or kishain sarachlam. When it says the din of Ram and the din of yachid are the same, either we're talking about both where it's Rabin Shrikhlam and Yachid Shrikhlam, or we're talking about both when it's Rabin Ain Shrikhlam and Yachid Ain Shrikhlam. That's what changed over here. We're now willing to say, let's stud in Katani. That half of the uh, that first Brisa is talking about Kishat Sarachlam, and half of the first Brisa is talking about Kisha Ain Sarachlam. So the first half of the Brisa, when it says that you're allowed to be Chotet Boros of a Yachid, and uh, certainly of a Rabin, that's talking about when it's Sarachlam, and when we said that you're not allowed to be Chofer Boros and certainly from our Mishnah it's Meduyuk like Rabbi Yochanan's Shita that when it's Rabim Tzrichlehem when the masses need the water they don't have a sufficient supply of water that you're allowed to be chofer brand new boros that, that must be correct because our Mishnah says Osin called Tzarchei Rabim it says you could do called Tzarchei Rabim Whenever you have the word kol, it's always an inclusive term. So what's it coming to include? When it says kol, lav lasui, chafira. Isn't it telling me that when it's there's rabbin shrikham them, you're even allowed to do chafira. You're even allowed to dig a brand new bar. says more lasui adetanya. Nah, the Mishnah is not talking about chafira. It's coming to include the following case. The yotin, the kavit, says hadrachim. That you're allowed to go out of cholamoe to clear out whatever thorns and thistles there are on the roads in order that people shouldn't get hurt when they try travel on the roads, and to pave the the uh, the the, uh, the roads uh, that are uh, where around the city where people live, and the uh, marketplaces where people uh, sell their schara in order that there shouldn't be any and they could go measure the mikvos to make sure that there's still 40 saw in the mikvah, because you need 40 saw in order for it to be a kosher a mikvah, and mikvos tend to, over time, lose some of their water, so you want to make sure that it didn't dry up. And any mikvah that doesn't have arbaimsa, they would then uh, they would they would be mamshich water from an amasamayim uh, to make to complete the forty sa'a of the mikvah. And how do I know that if Bezdin didn't do their job, Bezdin didn't go and ensure public safety, that if someone dies, someone gets hurt from traveling on these roads, that we view it as if Beisdin is the one that was Shofech V'dam, Talmud Omer, that's what the Pasuk says, V'haya Alecha Damim. Pasuk says in the parish of the Rotzeach, V'lo Yishofech Dam Naki B'Kerv V'Artzacha, Sharashem L'Kachem L'Hosem L'Chanachla, V'haya Alecha Damim. That if you don't, uh, if, if Beisdin does not deal with the Rotzeach, we view it as if the Beisdin is the Shofech Damim. So you see, if someone is able to prevent Shvichus Damim, and they don't prevent it, we view that as if they have blood on their hands. If a person can ensure public safety, and doesn't do what they can to ensure public safety, they are held responsible for the lack of public safety. So the Gemara asks on the Dechiyah, wait, the fact that you're allowed to be masaking these things in order that Rabbim shouldn't uh, be damaged, that's mefurish. So you can't say that when we say, I mean, what happened over here? We said, oh, when it says, Osin called Sarche Rabbim, that, that must be that called is coming to tell me you're allowed to dig boros. So he said, nah, 
coal is coming to tell me that they would uh, ensure public safety. Says Mar, I don't need coal to tell me that you ensure public safety. Coal is a reboy, you know, from, from an, the extra word coal. I'm learning something new, something extra, something that I didn't already know. I already knew this. The public safety element, that's beferish. That says, So that can't be what coal is coming to teach me. Says the Gemara, So what is coal coming to include? So it must be that it's coming to include that you're allowed to be chofer boros when it's Ram Shrikhamim, like we said originally. And we therefore have a raya from our Mishnah to Rabbi Yochanan who says that you're allowed to be chofer brand new boros on Chalamoid if it's a case of Ram Shrikhamim, Shmamina. So it was a long discussion, but we, we, we finished exactly where we started. Right? The discussion started by saying even though you're not allowed to be chofer brand new boros, the Mishnah only says you could be chotet to clear out uh, the rubble from, from an existing bar. So Rabbi Yochan, the discussion started with Rabbi Yochan's comment, you're even allowed to be chofer if it's Rabbi Mitzrichelam. So we had brysas and we had stiras and we had, but at the end of the day, not only is Rabbi Yochan's statement true, we proved Rabbi Yochan from the Mishnah. When the Mishnah says you do kol tzorke it must be referring to that. It must be referring to a case of Rabbi Mitzrichelam. And then we move on to the sugya of tziyun kvaros, because the Mishnah had said mitzayin kvaros. You, you should mark off on Cholomoed, you're allowed to mark off the kvaros with seed in order that people who are who eat truma and, and can't afford to become tame should be able to walk there. So where do we find the remes to tzin kvaros minatora? That seems like a bit of a funny phrase. Remes kvaros Is it a remes or is it minatora? Right? Meaning is tzin kvaros a dinda raisa or is it a dinda rabban? You have such a lash in a few places in Shas. Remes liyichud minatora minayin. At the end of Masechus Kiddushin, the Gemara discusses where do we find the remez to yichud minatora? And the Gemara says ki yisischa chicha ben imecha v'chi ben emesis ben avenu mesis elamikan sheben misyachim imo and avenu misyachim kolaraya shabatora. A very funny limud to learn from uh, from the from the parsha of mesis that a son and a mother, because the words are juxtaposed with each other, a son and a mother are allowed to be alone together because there is no yitzharah for a son and a mother. But you're not allowed to have yichud with any of the other of the other arayos in the uh, the Torah. So over here, what is this remez yichud minat? Is it a remez? Makes it sound like it's not a real dindaraisa. But Yichud clearly is a dindaraisa because we have other gemaras that clearly indicate that it's a dindaraisa. Right? You have gemaras elsewhere in Shasim, Mesachasav Zar, Sanhedrin that say beferish that Yichud is also min Torah. Talking Yichud Arayos is also min Torah. Yichud of a Panoi and a Panuya is only midrabban, and that was from the from the Beisdin of uh, of David Amelach, and then the Beisdin of Shammai and Hill were masakin even Yichud with the Nachris. So we know. That Yichud with Arayos is Minatar, but over here, what is it? Are we dealing with the Dindar Arayos or are we dealing with the Dindar Abanan? The Mishnah Mesechus Nida and Davnun Vavan Beis uh, quotes that uh, Kutim are Neman Atsiyun Kvarim, and uh, wherever they're not Mitzayin uh, uh, Kever, you're allowed to eat Taros over there. So the Gemara says that even though Kutim are not Neman on matters of Torah Shabalpeh, Atsiyun uh, Kvarim is only Midra, and, and Tziyun Kvarim is only Midra Abanan, but since it's a, it's a Beferish Apaskin, Sefer Yecheskel, Varah Etzamadam, so they must be careful about that. So we're allowed to rely on them. Meaning the Kutub had a funny religion, they had a funny uh, interpretation of uh, Judaism. And uh, if something was, uh, they, they didn't, it's not that they kept the Darais, not the Darabanans. They kept that which is Mufurish Bakra. Sometimes you have Darabanans that are Mufurish Bakra. Uh, it's just that, or see Mufurish Bakra. And sometimes you have Darais that are not at all Mufurish Bakra. So they just didn't keep the Tarish Shabalpa, which uh, they, they, very often, most often, they had many Khumras that we don't have. 
have because uh, because of that. Zohar Shvalpeh often offers a lot uh, much more kulas than uh, you would expect from just reading the Torah. But you see, it's mucha from that Gemara that Siyun Kvarim is midraban, not not midaraisa, and that's what Tos writes in Masechta Basra and Daf Kuf Mem Zayin Amud Aleph that the entire concept of Siyun Kvarim is midrabanan. So, however, Tosos over here seems to hold that Siyun Kvarim is minat Torah because Tosos explains the Kasha of the Gemara that we're going to have soon. Hamakami Daasi Yecheskel Manamara that before Yecheskel came along and taught us the concept of Tzian Kvaros, who, who said it, so it sounds like it's a Din Min and therefore it has to have predated Yecheskel Anavi. It couldn't be that Yecheskel Anavi is the first one that taught us that there's such a concept of Tzian Kvaros. The Ritva brings a riot to that Shita, that Tzian Kvarim is Min because if it were Midraban, the Chum wouldn't be Matir to be Mitzayin Kvarim on, uh, on Chalamoed, meaning how could the Rabbanan allow Malachas Chalamoed just to fulfill what's a Din Drabanan? That's the Orch Lener's Raya as well. That the Gemara over here is going to say al Gemara Gemirila. So it sounds like it's Allah al Moshe Misinai. Gemara Gemirila sounds like it's an ancient tradition that goes back Allah al Moshe Misinai. According to this sheet of the Tzim Kvarim is Minat Torah, it's going to be hard to explain what the Gemara says in Masechah's Nida. That Tzim the Gemara says Beferish, that it's only Midrabanan. So the Aruch Lener says that when the Gemara over there says Midrabanan, it means that even though it's Allah al Moshe Misinai, but since it's not written explicitly in a Pasuk in the Torah, it's considered to be, by the Kutim, it's considered to be as if the Chachamim were the ones that said it, because Halach al-Moshim from a Kuti perspective might as well be Rabbinic Judaism. And Rabbinic Judaism is something that the Kutim were not particularly interested in. So, uh, the, uh, and, and therefore uh, Rabbinic Judaism, they're not Naaman about. So that's where the Gemara has to say over there, yeah, but since it appears in the Pasuk in Yechaskel, that's why Kutim are Naaman when it comes to uh, when it comes to Tzim Kvarim. So anyway, so Remez L'Tzim Kvaros Minatora Minayim where do we find either again Machlokas Baliatosos? Is it just a remez, or is it actual an actual source of Tzim Kvaros Minatora that is actually a Dindaraisa? But the Gemara is going to have nine different possibilities of where we get the concept of Tzim Kvaros. Tamalomer the pasuk says in Yecheskel Vera Etzav Adamu Vana Etzlo Tziun. So you see that there's a that you have to make a Tziun in a place where you have a uh, a kever. Um, the uh, so it, why is that only a remez? It says like per, pretty explicitly. They have to be mitzayim kvaros. So you have to say that uh, the the, the pasuk doesn't mean they have to be mitzayim kvaros al pidin in order that osetaros uh, should not become tamei because you're only uh, mitzayim because of a chash that osetaros uh, might be mayil on the tumah. The uh, the the uh, etzim, uh, one etzim from a mace is not mitamei ba'ohel. Um, uh, and nevertheless, uh, the the uh, the the, the uh, you would still be you would still be mitzayim. So uh, it's a nevuah that that asid in Yisrael that they're going to make tziyunim on the atzamos of the goyim that are uh, that are that are all over their their land. That's how the Rishonim explain. But anyway, so that's the pasuk in Yecheskel. So ask, says the Gemara. Ask the Gemara. I'm going Ravashi. Hamikami delay say Yecheskel man Omar. That before Yecheskel came along, if it's a din min Torah, the Torah should have let us know this before Yecheskel came along. So uh, so who said it before uh, before Yecheskel uh, before Yecheskel came along? So uh, so says the. Says, uh, says the Gemara, according to you that you're asking on me, that this matter about uh, Kohen Oral being puzzled from doing the Avodah 
it's not derived from the Torah from the Torah Shibhsav, Midivri Yecheskel Bambuzi Lamanu. We only know it from uh, from the Navi Yecheskel, because the Navi says, Kol ben Nechar Aralev Aral Basar, Lo Yavol Mikdashi. So an Aralev is someone who's not behaving properly in his relationship with the Rivarashlami, someone who's doing Avadazara. An Aral Basar means someone who doesn't have a brismila. So in either of those cases, you're not allowed to go into the, the such a coin is not allowed to be Obeda Voda in the base of Mikdash. But Bekami Dele Say Yecheskel Man Amar before Yecheskel came along. Who taught us this din? Ella Gemara Gemirila. It must be that we had a Masora, Halacha Moshe Misina, is part of the Torah Shabbat, that there is such a Halacha, Vasi Yecheskel, Vas Machakra, and then Yecheskel came and attached a Pasuk to it. So the same is true when it comes to Tzin Kvaros. Gemara Gemirila, Vasi Yecheskel, Vas Machakra. And it was always a din Dara, so it was always a tradition, Halacha Moshe Misina, and Yecheskel came along and attached a Pasuk to it to tell me this din of Tzin Kvarim. So just like the din of a Kohen Arel being puzzled to do the Avoda, is something that was halach al Moshe Misina, and then was the, the, and then Yecheskel attached a pasuk to it, so to Beitzim Kvarim. The idea of a kohen oral not doing the avoda is one of the examples Reb Chaim gives in his famous piece about halach al Moshe Misina. Reb Chaim has a piece about halach al Moshe Misina where he develops two types of halach al Moshe Misina. There's a type of halach al Moshe Misina where there's a halacha mechadashas and halach al Moshe Misina where there's a halacha mefarashas. Halach mechadashas means got no resemblance or connection to any other dindaraisa. Halach Moshimisina, he invented a new din. Halach Moshimisina, Koshbarchel gave a new din to Moshe Rabbeinu that's not really connected to a din minatara, to a din that's explicit in the Torah. Halach Mefarashas. Sometimes there's a din in the Torah that Halach Moshimisina shapes that din dar raisa. It tells you the 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 gedarim of that din dar raisa, the limits and the applications of that Dindar Raisa. So Shiurim are Allah al Moshe Misinai, for example. It's not a brand new Allah called Shiurim. It's that there's a mitzvah to eat matzah. How much matzah do we have to eat? So the Shir of a Kazayas is Allah al Moshe Misinai, that he have to eat that much matzah. It helps define the mitzvah. So what about this Allah al Moshe Misinai, that an Orel is not allowed to do the Avodah? So Chaim points out a beautiful diuk in the Rambam, that the Rambam writes that a Zar is not allowed to do the Avodah, and when an Orel does the Avodah, it's the same as a Zar doing the Avodah. So what are you talking about? Is that, what does that have to do with the czar? Why is he bringing in the czar, doing the avoda with an arl? It's got nothing to do with anything. So says Reb Chaim, you see, you see the way the Ramam learns this halacha Moshimisinai is that it's not halacha mechadashas, it's halacha mefarashas. And what it's telling us is that a kohen who's an arl is dino kizar, that he has a din of a czar. He has a din of a non-kohen. And non-kohen, that's mefurish bekrat, that a non-kohen is not allowed to do the avoda. So it's not just that he's uh, that, uh, a new halacha called the Kohen Arel. It's that he has the same din as a, as a Zar doing the Avodah. And there are nafkaminas between Halacha Mechadashas and Halacha Mefarashas. Uh, nafkamina would be meaning if you have a, an Isra of a Zar doing Avodah, when you, when you have a regular Losa say Minatari, you get Malkus. Halacha Moshe Misina, maybe you don't get Malkus. So do you get Malkus for, uh, for, for this violation? So if it's just being Mefarish, that which is already written in the Torah, and he has the same din as a Zar, so maybe you get Malkus. There are nafkaminas between Halacha Anyway, the Gemara brings other sources. So we, we are satisfied with this source in Yechezkel because it could be that it's Allah Moshe Misinai and then Yechezkel came along and attached the Pasuk to it. But the Gemara brings other sources for the idea of being Mitzayim Kvaros. Rabbi Yavo Amar Mehacha, that the Remez Lutzayim Kvaros it says by Mitzora, Vitame Tame Yikra, that uh, he calls out Tuma, Tuma Korolova Omerislo Prosh, that uh, Tuma uh, Korolo and, and, and says, Be Porish 
for me. So you see from here that you have to make Tzim Kvaros whenever there's Tumah, meaning there needs to be a warning, there needs to be a Kriya to let everyone around know that there's Tumah over here, so you need to be Porish from this Tumah. V'chenam Rabbi Yuzil, Barbarei Rabbi Yuzil Rabbah, and Rabbi Yuzil, the uh, grandson of the great Rabbi Yuzil, I don't know how often Rabbi Yuzil comes up in Shas, but uh, either the, the grandfather or the grandson, but Rabbi Yuzil, the grandson of the great Rabbi Yuzil said that Tumah Korolova that this is the remez for Tzim Kvarim. It's based on the fact that by Mitzara we see that you have to let the world know that there is Tumah over here in order that people should be careful. So here also we have to let people know there's Tumah. Is that what that Pasuk is coming to, to teach me? No, the Pasuk by Mitzara is already needed for what the Brisa tells me we need it for. means that the Mitzara himself needs to let his tsar be known to the rabbin. V'rabim, v'akshel v'rachim, so that people could daven for him, they should have refuah from his uh, tsaras. So since the Pasuk is needed for that drasha, how can you learn from there that it's an indication that whenever there's tumah, the world has to know about it. See, in Kvaros, no one is bitsar, there's a kever there. The, the, uh, when it comes to mitzorah, the mitzorah is experiencing a sense of tsar, and it's telling us that when a person experiences a sense of tsar, you should let people know so that they can daven for you. Right? That's the uh, that's uh, sometimes you have people that are going through an illness or something like that, and they want to be very private about it. So they don't want everybody to know because uh, they, they 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 don't want to be bothered by uh, by well wishers and by people that uh, you know uh, whatever prying for information or you know they or they just want to be private about it. But really, the best thing to do you can't tell people what to do. But uh, really, the best thing to do is uh, if a person needs tefilos, they have to let people know that they need uh, that they're that they're in need of uh, of tefilos. We get these questions all the time. Just had the shy yesterday someone said that uh, uh, someone is ill and the the, the man's uh, wife doesn't uh, want anyone to know. She wants to be very private about it, so she doesn't want to start a Tillam group or anything like that. But the man's sister and uh, you know his uh, siblings and the rest of his family do want everyone to know, and they do. Want, so can the sister start start a Tillam group without the wife's permission? Terrible idea. They probably should not uh, should not do that. But but maybe the wife can be convinced because really it's something that uh, that people should be davening for. So you have to be lodiat saru l'rabim. That's what the Gemara is telling us. In order that rabim vakshmal of rachamim, that it should provide. Rafua for the person. So it says in Gemara, it says in Gemara, Im Kain, if that's all the Pasuk is telling me, that you let your Tsar be known to the Rabbin, then Lichto Vitame Yikra, Mai Vitame Tame, so Shamina Tarti, meaning there's there's room for two drushes over here. If it would have just said Vitame Yikra, so yeah, let everybody know that uh, that you're in Tsar, so that they'll be Mbakish Rachman. The fact that it says Vitame Tame Yikra, that tells me that there are two things. That you let everybody know that you're in Tsar, plus the din of, uh, of, uh, of warning people about Tumah, and, and therefore, by extension, Siyun Kvaros as well, where it warns people about Tumah. Abai Yomar Mehach. Abai says, no, I have a different source for Siyun Kvaros. Very simple. You're not allowed to put a stumbling block in front of a blind man. So you're not allowed to be machshil, a person in Avera. So you have to mark off the Kvaros in order that people who are dealing with Taharos shouldn't be Nikshal, and then they're going to have to burn all of their uh, Taharos. So that's, uh, the, the, so the, this this uh, Isra of Lifnei Iver not only means that you're not allowed to uh, to cause someone to do an Avera, over here it may not be that the person is doing an Avera, but uh, the 
person is going to lose out. They're going to lose out on their taros. So uh, lifneiver also means you're not allowed to give a person an eitz sheino hogenes. Right? Rashi and Chumash writes that it means an eitz sheino hogenes, and also not to help a person uh, do an avera. It could be that both of those things apply over over here. Um, the, uh, the, the there's a question in uh, in Achronim. Do we say in Pshuta over here? Meaning, what if a person actually puts a stumbling block in front of a blind person? Did he also violate lifneiver? Meaning, we know it means if you cause someone to be nechshal and averi, violated the neighbor. We know if you give an eitz hashen or genes, you violated the neighbor. What if you just put a stumbling block in front of a blind person? Did you violate the neighbor? Do we say in mikriyosim de pshuto, or do we say no, no? Over here, the pshuto shal mikra is that it's obviously not uh, literal. That I don't need the Torah to be so highly specific and not to be mean, right? It doesn't tell me all sorts of bullying tactics and what not to do. That's all covered under the reacha But to actually put a stumbling block in front of a blind person, I don't need the Torah to tell me something like that. So that's a major discussion in the and others. Rav Papa Amar, Rav Papa says, I have a different remez to marking off graves. Vamar solu solu panaderech. Solu means make a path uh, that, uh, so mark, make a mark on the grave on the Tuma in order to, uh, to divert the path where people who carry Truma and Tarus will be able to go on a path that won't go over the grave. Rav Chinna Amar, Rav Chinna says another source for Tzion Kvaros, that uh, the Hemshech, that very same Pasuk, Harimu Michshomi Derechami, that lift off the Michshol from the path of, uh, of my nation where they need to walk. Rabbi Yoshua B'Rei Ravidi Amar, a different source of Tzion Kvaros. Let everyone know the path that they may walk on. So that could be taken in a very literal sense, not just let everyone know how to behave and how to live their life. They need to know what path they can walk on. That a different source. Vizarta means separate people from Tuma. Make sure that they're able to be aware of Tuma. They need to make safeguards just like you have by Truma. So you have to mark off the Tuma so that the Truma can be guarded. Meaning that's a, a din that you have to you have to guard the truma from any tuma. So one of the ways we guard the truma from tuma is let people know where there's tuma. Ravina Amar Apaskin Tilim. Some Derech are Enu Lukim. That if you make a simon on which path to walk and you're Mitzayin, the Makam of Tumah, so then you're going to see the Yeshua Sashem. So I'm Rabbi Yeshua Ben Levi. Yeshua Ben Levi says, Oh, once we're on that passage, let me tell you something else about seeing Yeshua Sashem. Kol Hashem or Chosav. Anyone who thinks about what he does in life, that he thinks about Hefzid Mitzvah Kenegat Schara, Schara Avera Kenegat Hefzidah, he thinks about, you know, what, what, what's a winning proposition in, in, in life, spiritually, and what's a losing proposition. Zoch Rabbi Yeshua Such a person will see. The Yeshua of Hakadosh Baruch Hu Shneimar Visham Visam Derech Al Tikri Visam Don't read it as Visam Ella Visham Derech That a person is Sham Person makes an assessment Arenu Biyeshalukim Then he's going to see the Yeshua of Hakadosh Baruch Hu So the Gemara brings a Maisa that relates to this Rabbi Yanei Havalei Who told me that to call Yom Hava Makshilei B'Shabbat to the Regila Lo Hava Makshilei He had a certain Talmud that every day would ask him while he was learning would ask him in learning and on the Shabbos that was before the before Yom Tov where he would be darshaning the halachas of the Yom Tov, he wouldn't ask him anything because then everyone was coming to hear the drush then. So if he didn't know how to answer, he'd be embarrassed uh, and he didn't want to embarrass Rabbi Yana in front of everybody. So he didn't want to ask the Rebbe when everybody was there in case the Rebbe didn't know the answer. So Kari Alai, Rabbi Yana, said about, the, about this bachar, that he's such a sensitive person that he thinks about you know what, what he's doing. That he doesn't just, oh, question came to my mind, so I got to blurt out the question. Well, think about it. What, what's this going to do? If I ask the question right now, is it going to embarrass? 
embarrass the Rebbe? Is it going to make him, uh, you know, uh, or, or, or is it not going to embarrass the Rebbe? So he said, what a sensitive uh, person, such a person can see Yeshua Hashem. Now the Gemara brings a brisa that discuss, discusses which types of Tumah you need to mark off. Now that we've discussed nine possible sources for the concept of Kvaros, so where do we have to mark off? You don't have to mark off a tiny bone. Nor do you have to mark off something that's not but you do have to mark off the spine or the skull of a mace because they're matami ba'ol even though they're only one bone and al rov binyan val rov minyan mace if you have the majority of the binyan of the of the skeleton even though it's not the majority of the number of bones or you have the majority of the number of bones of the mace even though it's not the majority of the skeleton um, that also is matami ba'ol so you need to mark it off but if there is a chashash that uh, something is only mitame b'magor, or something that's only mitame behes, you don't have to mark off such a uh, tuma. Ve'in mitzayin alavados, al mitzayin al sveikos. You don't have to mark off a place where there's definitely tuma there, because no one's going to bring taros there anyway. But you do need to mark off a place where there's suffix tuma there, because since it's a suffix, not everyone's going to know about it, not everyone's going to be aware about, uh, be aware of it. Ve'in sveikos. What are sveikos? Schachos ufros ubeisapras, which we'll get into detail what that means. Ve'in ma'midin sin makom tuma. So we. Said we're not mamed and in a place of tuma mamish. We move it away a little bit. Meaning the tzion doesn't just get placed right over the tuma. You got to give a little distance from the tuma so people have warning, so they're not going to find out when it's too late. They'll be walking along on the grass and then they step on the tzion. Oh, but now it's too late. Now they're ready. They're ready tame. So you have to give, give it some distance. You also can't give it too much distance because if you mark off too much of an area around the Tumah, then, then no one's going to walk in larger pieces and larger parts of Eretz Yisrael. And you don't want to be mafsid Eretz Yisrael. As soon as people see the Tzion, they're going to start uh, walking around it. So you don't want to take away too much of Eretz Yisrael. So the Gemara explains what's the reason that you're not Metzai and Kezayis Menemes. Now we're going to go back to explain this uh, this Brisa. So it sounds like Kezayis Menemes is not Metzai Ba'olel. Kezayis Menemes is not Metzai Ba'olel. Is that true? Vatanan, doesn't the Mishnah tell us in the second verse of Masech Zalos, Elush Metzai Ba'olel, the following things from Metame Ba'ol. And on the list is Kezayis Menames. And Kezayis Menames, in fact, is Metame Ba'ol. So how can you tell me that uh, you don't mark off a Kezayis Menames? Uh, you know, if uh, we're supposed to mark off anything that's Metame Ba'ol. So Rav Papa says the Gemara, Rav Papa answers, Hacha Begezayis Mitzum Tzumaskinan. Tisov Sof Mechzor Chaser. No, we're talking about where you have an exact Kezayis Menames, where we, the assumption is it's going to be a very short amount of time till it shrivels into less than a Kezayis. So what, I'm going to make a Tziyun Kvaros over here, so forever no one's going to walk over this area and be mafsa this area of Eretz because for five minutes there was Tumah there. The, the Tumah's not going to remain there very long. The Kazayis Minamei is not going to remain a Kazayis. Mutav Yisrofel of Tumah Kachim Lefishah. I'd rather be sorry if Tumah and Kachim for a short amount of time, Vayisrofel of Leolam, rather than to be sorry if all Tumah and Kachim that pass through that area forever when it doesn't need to be. Meaning in a year from now, when people walk by there, there's not going to be any Tumah there, but people are going to think there is because it's marked off and then they're going to be so raped they're truma, and that's a tragedy also. You're not allowed to burn truma Torah. The same way you're obligated to burn truma Tamea, you're not allowed to burn truma Torah. So, uh, so I'd rather not, to, not, not do that. So uh, that's why, because I assume Mace, you don't mark off. Now we said there are suffix tumas where you mark off. And then the sveikos includes schachos, pros, and besapras. So schachos means ilan amesach ala aretz. 
you have a tree that's that's that uh, that that hovers over the uh, the ground, and uh, your ma'ahil under the uh, the tree. Pros is avad. I mean, you have a tree that covers tuma. That there's tuma under the tree, and then a person walks under the tree. The person is tame as well. So that whole tree would have to be marked off as a place of uh, of tuma because the tree serves as the ohel. Uh, pros avad and pros ayotzes menagader. Pros are ledges that come out um, from from uh, from a stone uh, fence that are ma'ahil also over the ground. So uh, in, in a case where uh, where where you have a tree or these uh, stones right next to Rosh Hashanah, that's right next to Beis Hakvaros. So since the tree or the stones are ma'ahil on the place where where they bury people, which is uh, you know a, a, a private uh, property, so we're that there's going to be a kever under the tree or under the stones, and therefore you have to be mitzay in that makom. But we don't know for sure. Even if you don't know for sure that there's tumah there, you have to be mitzay in that makom. Beis Hapras, and what is a Beis Hapras? Kiditnan. The Mishnah tells us the Masech Zalos in the 17th parak. Hachoresh asakever. If a person plows a field that has a kever somewhere in it, hareu also beis apras. That turns the field into a beis apras. That were choshish. That maybe by by the plowing of the field, it breaks apart the bones of the mace that are there, and it spreads those bones all throughout the entire field. So anyone who enters that field anywhere in that field is tame with the tumah midrabanan. The kamu also. What's the shear of the field that would make a beis apras? Meaning how much area around that uh, kever is going to be based upon melomana mea ama. It's the, the, uh, the a full uh, furrow that they would make with the uh, with the plow, which is a hundred amos. That's the chum that the plow will, will spread bones up until a hundred amos. But beyond that, the plow is not going to spread the bones. So I asked the Gemara, wait a second, from the fact that the price says we mark off a brace pras, sounds like it's metame ba'ol. Well, brace pras means metame ba'ol, but is a brace pras metame ba'ol? Because we only mark off things that are metame that if a person wants to walk through a base of pras and he's a Kohen or he's someone who otherwise deals with Tara, all he has to do is start blowing the dirt to make sure that there's no bones that are visible over there and they can keep walking through. And apparently the concern is only for uh, small bones which are not metame ba'ol. That a base of pras that's been trampled on by other people is going to be tar since a lot of people have walked there. We assume that all the bones have been totally crushed and there are no bones that are the size of a sa'ura anymore that are going to be metame, bimago, or bimasa. So you only have to uh, check that that place has been trampled over and then you're allowed to walk through uh, that besapras and uh, bring your karma pesach or whatever else you need to do. But if we're choshish and besapras is uh, metame ba'ol, how do we allow uh, the blowing the dirt or uh, or relying on being on, on being trampled? All that will check for is whatever bones are on the surface. Metame ba'ol means that there's there may be something under the surface that there may be something that's actually metame ba'ol. No, there are two types of besapras. One type of besapras is that there was a field with a kever, we just don't remember where the kever is in the field. It's somewhere in this field, but it's a full kever. That's metame ba'olel, because we're choshish, you might be walking over the kever. The other is the sadish shenechrosh ba'kever, where it was plowed, where the body is uh, strewn about, and little little fragments of bone are all over the whole field. So that's a base of pras. That's not metame ba'olel. The sadish ba'kever, base of pras karilei. Wait a second, a field that you just can't find the kever in? That's called the base of pras. Is that labeled? Do we properly label that a base of pras? Says more in. Yes, that's exactly correct. Even a sadish that you lost the kever is called 
called the Beis Pras, that any Sada that there's a Suffolk Tumma, it's called the Beis Pras, uh, Agav, a, a field that, that, uh, that was plowed. Vatnan, and after all, the Mishnah says this in the 18th Parak Misach Zolos, Shlosha Beis Pras, there are three types of Beis Pras that people who eat Truma are not allowed to go in. Sada Shnevar Bakever, a Sada that, uh, that you lost the Kever and you can't find the Kever, the Sada Shnechrash Bakever, and a field that, uh, that the Kever was plowed in, and it's De Bochen, and a Sada that, uh, that, that's called the Stay Bochen is also a base of price. So the, the, uh, in Mishnah Beis, it says, Shoshah Beis Prasel saying, Hachorish Sever Natas Kol Neta. And Mishnah Gimel says, Sadah Shavu Kever. And then Mishnah Dalit says, Stay Bochen, Lo Natas Velo Nizra'as. So the Gemara, the Gemara just uh, summarizes all the Mishnayas, but it's one Mishnah after the other that defines each of these, uh, each of these uh, places. So Stay Bochen is where it's not, uh, it hasn't been planted at all. But the bottom line is that there are multiple definitions of base of price, and therefore, the Gemara is about to get into my stay bochen. What exactly a stay bochen is? Uh, yeah, let's just read my stay bochen. What exactly is stay bochen? It's a sada where people have died. When they bring a mace from one city to bury him in another city, they come to the to a field that's near the city. So the uh, the 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 the, uh, the 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 original ones are uh, go go to their to their place, and the people from that city then take over and they take the uh, the body to burial. So when they uh, when when they, they, and when they meet with each other, they all cry together. So that's why it's called the stay bochim. So the time of my, why is that a base of pras? Why, why is that going to be metame? Sometimes they'll bring a mace from a far off place and the chum marchoshesh that because of the difficulty in the travel one of the one of the uh, limbs of the mace are going to fall off and it's going to be stuck in this stay bochim. So the Gemara is going to ask on that. We'll pick up with that tomorrow in terms of the definition of, uh, of stay bochim. Everyone have a wonderful day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. 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 Thank you.